Hello everyone, this is Naim, wedding celebrant in Paris, and welcome to the French Wedding Show, where it is my job to introduce to you some of the best wedding vendors in Paris and in France. Today on the show, I welcome Daria Lohmann. She is based in the most romantic and beautiful city in the world I have called Paris, but she is also available worldwide. She describes her images as airy, romantic, and ethereal. I love that descriptions. And she has been named one of the top 10 wedding photographers of Ile-de-France, which is Paris region, by the famous website mariage.com. This is a big, big, big CV, so let's take a deep dive to Daria's work. Daria, welcome to the show. Hi, Naim. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure and a true honor. I'm very happy to be here today. Really, really honored as well. Uh, you are the Paris photographer number one. What, what can we say? How, how can we say that? You're, you're going to be very modest. I know, I know you enough for that. You're going to say, no, <laughs> I'm not the number one. But you're in the top 10. So I'm definitely in the, in the top 10. I'm not that modest. I think we, we have a lot of great photographers in uh, Paris and everyone is special for something. I agree I'm with that. One of, uh, one of the good and sought after photographers in Paris and happy to be. <laughs> Very welcome. And uh, for once you're in Paris because my other guests, they were in America and Canada recently. So it's good to be back home. And <laughs> you're a seeker of beauty, happiness and love. This is so poetic, but you have to explain me that. Did you find it? Um, I think I found it quite a long time ago. Um, actually, I think maybe you know my website uh, is named Paris Happy Pictures um, because when I was defining my brand and um, thinking about what I would like to capture and what it's all about, uh, I thought it's about happiness that people um, have in their relationship. It's about love, it's about beauty. Uh, I truly believe that everyone is beautiful. Some people laugh at me and tell me like, come on, you can say everyone is beautiful, but I truly believe this. Um, for me, my goal is to see this kind of beauty in my clients, in their love, in their relationship. And that's exactly what I'm looking for uh, wherever I shoot them. This sounds very candid, but I truly agree with that, uh, especially doing this evolving in this industry of weddings in France. You're, uh, you're always capturing some moments of, of happiness and unique, unique places, unique moments, and it means a lot. So if I was outside the, the wedding industry, I would find it very candid what you just said, but actually embrace it and realize it every day. So how did yeah, it start it? Uh, oh, <laughs> long story short, um, I was actually the kid with the camera. Okay. So even before iPhones existed and smartphones existed, uh, no selfies, no phones with the cameras. When we were back uh, kids at that time, I was the kid who was bringing uh, the photo camera to all the school trips, to all the school events and party, and I was taking pictures of everything happening. And um, I think it was really nice. I really enjoyed doing it. And I think all my friends really loved those photos. When uh, Facebook appeared, everyone was kind of using those pictures as their profile pics. Um, 
I think it sounds like I'm a very old lady. <laughs> no. For the young people listening, there is a, <laughs> there, is a, there like... was a time before Facebook <laughs> and iPhones. Believe us. <laughs> sounds crazy, uh, but the first pictures I was uh, quite happy with. Uh, I think they were back in 2001. Mm -hmm. uh, then I was on a um, school trip to London, and I used to shoot film photography. So you could not see what you're shooting uh, straight at the moment. So you had to wait to the lab, uh, send back uh, the photos to you. Mm -hmm. And I think I discovered some nice images of uh, Big Ben and London Parliament or some, some monuments. And I was thinking like, oh, my pictures are not that bad. So when we grew up, uh, some of my friends started getting married. And uh, back in 2008, Uh, one of my best friends got married in uh, Netherlands and she asked me to be her wedding photographer. So today uh, with uh, my wedding photography background, I would be just like, girl, are you crazy? You should never, ever do this kind of thing. Like if someone listens and they think asking their friends to be their wedding photographer please don't <laughs> it's like a big no for me I agree um, with that. but at the time i did her wedding pictures uh in netherlands in a small town and it was actually my first wedding and first destination wedding because i okay. traveled there and i'm still quite happy with those pictures today so yeah. i still love them um and then life went uh different paths for me i was usually uh, studying a lot and i was quite a, uh, quite a nerd i got two business degrees in business uh, and management and economics okay um, but at the same time i was uh, studying in a um, campus in france which is uh, a nice business school uh, but which is not in paris which is kind of american style with a campus in the middle of uh, nowhere with cows around and I was just like feeling that I was missing something. I'm living in almost in the most beautiful city uh, in the world, almost because the campus was outside of it. And I didn't see the beauty of the city. I didn't see the beauty of Paris. I was not happy uh, with uh, um, my everyday life. So I was about uh, to get back to my passion, taking pictures, which I forgot because my studies were quite hard. Um, and uh, in 2013, I founded my company. And that's the time when I decided to think about what I was really passionate about capturing. And I remembered how the first wedding felt, how amazing it was. And I was like, that's exactly what I want to capture. I want to see people in love. I want to see them be happy together. I want to capture their happy time in Paris. Uh, so that's uh, when I started. <laughs> This is the explanation behind the, the tagline of the website. Yes, exactly. And I know that a lot of photographers um, do all kind of photography. They, they shoot products, uh, they shoot portraits, they shoot bloggers, uh, couples, uh, everything. And it's kind of some people get this uh, opinion about us, like you're a photographer, you can take the pictures of the yoga class and then uh, beer production. And uh, I, I have a brand of uh, kids clothes, so why don't you do my pictures? And for me, it's, um, it's, it's not the same. You know, I think we, everyone has to do 
what uh, is their strength and what uh, they're doing best. And I know that I'm very strong at uh, getting that personal connection between people, uh, notice their beauty and help them feel good and relaxed and uh, happy in their uh, pictures. And I'm, I really love everything about love. So I say I take pictures of everything about the couple and their love. I'm not doing anything else. I really like this, uh, this approach. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of photographers in Paris. They're all great. Um, but yeah, a lot of them are not doing only weddings. I really like the specification versus the generalization. I think it's uh, it's an opportunity and it's a uh, it's a good move to do this. So you had you had both uh, both hats. You had the the artistic side and also the business side on the on the end. So nobody could stop you, right? <laughs> I love to call myself uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, for those who know the personage, because I have a very analytical part of my mind and I, I really love um, business and analytics and doing my websites, uh, selling things. And at the same time, I used to work uh, at uh, the business consulting. Uh, creating strategies for big companies, uh, okay. which is very different from wedding photography. And I really love both. Mm -hmm. So I didn't kind of quit my day job for a dream life. Uh, I love doing both. Uh, just, uh, just to be sure, like today I'm a full-time photographer. I don't have another job, but um, I, I, I love everything. Um, from both worlds the business world and the creative world i think it's very important and it's it's also a big option for when you want to launch your your own business uh, a lot of people they quit their job they just go all in on their creativity just because they feel like they they're good at photography or anything else but they tend to forget the you have to be uh, knowledgeable in business, at least in the minimum, like analytics, yeah, creating a website, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of sales, everything. So it's, it's, it's kind of all-in-one approach, really, really good, I think. Yeah, we're all entrepreneurs, and I think it's really helpful to have this kind of education and um, this kind of background, because otherwise, when you're creative and you're, uh, live your whole life as a creative. You have to uh, do some workshops or maybe uh, some education, a one-to-one -one education uh, to to fill uh, in those lacking uh, knowledge you, you might need. Mm -hmm. So coming back to the artistic side of, of you, you are specify, you specify a great thing about natural light photographer on your website. <laughs> Why do you think it's important to specify this? Um, I, I kind of really love film photography, but I'm mainly doing digital uh, today um, because I feel that the result is quite similar. I know a lot of my colleagues say like, you're joking, you're shooting film. Uh, so that for me, the mean doesn't matter uh, when mm -hmm. you can achieve the goal. Uh, so, um, but I still love uh, using those tools and those artistic approach, which is characteristic for the film photography, which is uh, mainly outdoors using beautiful light. Um, it's kind of the use of light, the use of colors, the use of editing, posing the people. Uh, it's, a, it's, it, it's my style, it's quite particular and it's, uh, it works best with the natural light. 
So uh, okay. I prefer to let people know that um, what they see and what they like is has to do a lot with the lightning. Um, if uh, we, we let, let's be honest, uh, if we shoot in a dark ballroom at night, it's not gonna have the same feeling. You're not gonna get the light and airy images. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a different style. I'm shooting wherever my clients need me. Um, and I usually show them the examples of the galleries, uh, how it will look like in a dark ballroom. Uh, but it's, um, if I have a choice uh, myself, I would definitely choose um, an outdoor session at the sunrise with mm -hmm. a beautiful lightning, uh, with the pastel colored uh, dresses or clothes, uh, and with that soft and natural and romantic feel of the images. You also use the term ethereal that I really, really yeah. like. And how did it go? Well, like when you have this kind of airy, ethereal uh, approach, like do you find, do you think you, do you find your own wedding, wedding couples or they tend to adapt to what you propose? Do you, do you understand the question? It's a bit. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I try to educate my clients. Yeah. That's one thing. But also, um, I think with all those words put uh, onto paper on my website, I kind of try to guide people uh, to let them know what to expect from. For example, if they come to my website and they see natural light photography, um, when people do a night wedding at the golden ballroom, they mm -hmm. will probably ask themselves like, mm, it says natural lights. Doesn't, does that mean she will use flash or she will not shoot my wedding on how it will work? So people usually ask me those kind of questions and if they have any doubts that my style uh, is not exactly what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And usually it's still what they're looking for because they love what mm -hmm. they see and then I can guide them and help them uh, make it work. So I, for, for example, I would suggest them using a lot of candles or maybe some uh, adding some uh, kind of lightning for their ballroom. Um, maybe the choices of the outfits can also help uh, yeah. guiding them through the locations, through the poses, for their attitude. So I think it's a mix of uh, my uh, style and uh, what my clients like and our work together to make the best out of it. Always. And you on the, that was more like the, 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 the graphics and the, the specificity of, of the, of the shots. Now about your attitude, how, how do you, how do you manage a session yourself? Do you, do you adapt to also to the client or would you be some like guide, like, Oh, you should do this. We should do that. Like drive me through this. <laughs> what I do you think, think? It, it depends on the session. It depends on the clients um depends on what kind of session it is if it's a full wedding day or if it's uh, it's a portrait session in paris mm -hmm. uh i usually say that i do quite a lot of guidance mm -hmm. um because my clients are looking for like magazine worthy pictures uh they want it to be perfect and i also want it to be perfect i pay a lot of attention to all the small details uh, I like to adjust the dress, the veil. Uh, I like to adjust the bride's hair so it looks beautiful. Uh, that's not a, like a typical French reportage uh, approach to the photography, which is the complete opposite. It's more like, uh, I would say, American and Asian style where the photography is more posed, 
Mm -hmm. uh, but that's what my couples look for. They, they look for beautiful images and they're ready to work a little bit on it. Uh, okay. But I also, I also don't guide them uh, to the point there they would feel some kind of uncomfortable or pushed. I never push anyone to do anything they don't like. Um, I can always ask like if this, they consider this post too cheesy or <laughs> if they consider this too much, uh, they won't do it and I won't make them do it. And also it depends um, on the couples and I usually ask them beforehand uh, quite a lot of questions to okay. learn to know them better. If it's a wedding day, I send a long questionnaire with uh, multiple uh, points um, to- What uh, kind of questions would you, would you ask for, for the audience listening? What should they expect if they are booking with you? Uh, so uh, I usually ask them uh, what kind of uh, pictures they like. Mm -hmm. uh, is it more candid? Is it more posed? Is it more, uh, like funny and silly, or is it a super romantic editorial style? So this kind of gives you the feel about the couple. Um, if they have any preferences uh, in terms of uh, their pictures, so some people would say, like, do your magic and make it happen. Some people would say, like, hey, we love a lot of black and white photos, or we don't want to do any black and white photos because we have Chinese origins and this is uh, not something we're willing to see. Um, some people will say like, oh, we're, most people will say like, we're not professional models. We're not used to taking <laughs> pictures. We don't know what to do. And uh, here I come with my uh, advices and a lot of guidance. And uh, I try to make them feel comfortable anyway. And I can tell them like most of my clients are not professional models and they've never done pictures before. Um, I also ask uh, quite a lot of questions about uh, their wedding day or about mm -hmm. the elopement day planning, uh, if there are any important moments to be captured, any particular traditions, because there is nothing uh, worse for me to miss uh, any yeah. kind of important detail. And sometimes the brides are just too busy about uh, remember, just too busy on their wedding day, and they don't remember those things. Um, so I put it down some like some examples, maybe uh, initials on uh, mm. the clothes, or maybe a grandma accessory, or like a brooch, or some embroidery, or something like this. Um, maybe personalized biscuits with their initials, or anything can be something really small. I, I recently had a couple in Paris. Um, they renewed their walls about after getting married in um, in States. Mm -hmm. And the bride at the end of the session just asked me like, oh, can you take uh, the picture of uh, his jacket? Because he has the embroidery of my name at the back of it. And can you take a picture of our rings and the picture of our wolves? Because our uh, original wedding photographer didn't have time for this on the wedding day. So we don't have anything of this uh, photographed. So wow. I'm kind of, sometimes I'm just doing the dirty work behind someone, <laughs> like something forgot. Trying to and I definitely don't want to be this person myself. So I don't want to get something on the wedding day on their, or their low pen day. That makes um, a lot of sense. Yeah. I had so, a, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I had I had many couples questioning about my ceremonies, which is not the same kind of uh, of work uh, that you have. Obviously, we're working mostly before the wedding, and the execution is quite quite very fast. Sometimes very fast, <laughs> especially the ones we had together. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
so it's really different the the, the wave of, uh, of working session but i also ask these kind of questions to have an idea about what steps what do they want to say in the ceremony what do they don't want to say and yeah it gives you um it helps a lot i think because it gives you an idea of who is who is the couple who is what's the persona uh who are you dealing with and they're they're more relaxed they're more conventional so it yeah it guides you and I, i'm sure that it guides you as well to to get the best out of the out of the moment because yeah happens once so you can't miss Absolutely. And I think everyone is different and everyone is looking for something different. Uh, sometimes I have couples who tell me that they really love uh, the pictures where we have a lot of beautiful Parisian scenery and just a small silhouettes uh, of them. So they don't want any like close portraits. Yeah. And imagine I don't know this information. I would spend all my time doing beautiful, from my point of view, portraits and at the end, they will be just not satisfied because they wanted to see a lot of Paris and just like them somewhere in the corner. And uh, that's not something you can guess. Absolutely. Information is king in this moment. Is there, so you're, you're in business since almost 10 years? I think even more. <laughs> even more. You're born <laughs> doing business. <laughs> if we, no, if we, if we start from that wedding back in 2008, it's oh, wow, been... Yeah. It's been longer. I, I, I did some shootings in between. It was not exactly what I'm doing today, but still. So nice. I was always shooting. But uh, yeah, somewhere around 10 years for sure. So after all this time, what is there something you wish you had known when you started? Um, hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I need to think about it. This happens a lot. <laughs> um, I would say just be confident that if you do what you love and what you're passionate about, it's uh, a right thing to do. Because I think I had a lot of doubts um, quitting my professional consulting career, yeah, uh, going full-time into photography, um, because you kind of, have that feeling that you might miss some other opportunities and some people still consider all the creative jobs as not that good or not that serious. And I, th I remember my friends thinking I'm just having a burnout moment in my career and yeah. just getting uh, into something for fun and that one day I will be back <laughs> and then you never come <laughs> back. Uh, but I think I'm getting... Um, used to it and I'm getting happier about it and I would say I could do it earlier yeah and I could be more confident of my choices and I think if we're good at doing something we should do it I really agree with that and it resonates a lot with me and my experience and in general entrepreneurs in, in general like not only in wedding industry when you are going into the water, you feel so good that you're like, why so late? So I had this question in my mind as well. So any plans for the future, Daria, for your business? Anything that you want to explore? Uh, any plans, any events, something for the next year? Well, that's a hard question because I had so many plans before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and then COVID came uh, up. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
so I wanted to do some things which are postponed. Uh, so it's kind of like plans from two years, three years ago that gonna happen one day, maybe this year, next year, um, or maybe in two years, because it doesn't depend on me. <laughs> it okay. depends on all our government reglementations. Um, my main plan is just to continue doing what I'm doing. Uh, my 2022 is fully booked for quite a long time already. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not moving anywhere. <laughs> I have to perform <laughs> and do my best to make my couples happy. Um, I haven't started booking 2023 yet. Um, I think I want to do some different destinations uh, in the near future, but once again, waiting for for it to be possible with all the reglementations. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so, about it. So that's, yeah. Very good. So for couples listening, 2023, wink, wink, you guys can go and book exactly. Daria. I'll leave the I'll leave the the websites URL Instagram as always in the show notes. And Daria, thank you so much for taking the time to be with me tonight. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the French Wedding Show. If you want to know more about our guest today, you can go to the show notes and find all the relevant links. Also, have a look at my website, theparisiancelebrant.com, also in the show notes. If you want to start to plan your wedding ceremony or elopement in Paris or anywhere in France. I look forward to hear your ideas. Thank you again so much for listening and see you soon for another episode.